0: We're back. And we're gonna do things a little different this week. So let's dive right in. I'm Holly Coley Murchison and you're listening to From Holly with Love. Today is Monday, August 16th, 2021. And it's so good to be back at my desk here in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, which y'all. I know I've been having a bit of difficulty these past two weeks, but I'm feeling really, really good in this moment, right here, right now. And I'm focusing my efforts on Staying present to what's here, what's now, and I hope y'all are doing the same. So this week, I'm going to give you what's on my heart, gifts for your growth, and fuel for the week ahead, all in one package. And of course, that's still going to come with the 7 Bops playlist. Speaking of which, y'all ever make a fire playlist and you're listening back to it and you're dancing through the whole joint like, damn, I really put my foot in this That's how I feel about this week's Seven Bops. It is a transition from the moodiness of last week's playlist into just a new dawn, a new day. So I think y'all are going to love it. I was in the kitchen making a bomb lunch to it today. So I hope y'all take your time with each record and enjoy that. As for this week's edition, I want to talk about intimacy. I was on the phone yesterday with a new friend and she asked me about my dissertation. And I was telling her about the research and the impact that I hope it makes, not just the research, but the application of the research in the world. And it made me think about how I ended up in grad school in the first place. So we're going to take a trip back to December 2020. Um, Late last year, I got an email from one of my colleagues at WeTransfer, and she invited me to speak at what they call their Big Ideas Salon. It's a convening annually where they reveal their ideas report and invite a couple of speakers to speak to a particular theme for the year. So with last year's ask, they requested that each speaker share a five-word mantra to live by, to create by, and to see off 2020. The mantra that I ended up choosing was move from isolation to intimacy. So I'm going to share the story from that talk with you now. And in this week's edition, you'll find the transcribed version along with this week's playlist. Ready? All right, let's get in our time machines and take it back to December 2020. Like many of you, I had grand plans coming into 2020. My 2019 theme was Sow the Seeds. And all last year, I focused energy on planting and nurturing my boldest ideas. So this year's theme for 2020 was Rally the People in Person. So picture this, me and a team of my closest friends and collaborators traveling around the world producing a multi-city experiential tour. Every stop would include a smorgasbord of events designed to inspire and equip marginalized creators with the skills to both fulfill their potential and thrive at work they love. But the universe had a completely different set of plans. After months of brainstorming, strategy sessions, negotiations, and God only knows how many post it notes scattered all over my workspace, it all came to a halt when we got confirmation that what was previously dismissed as just a little virus was, in fact, another global pandemic brewing. On top of the glaring inequities it shined a spotlight on, it triggered a rain cloud of doomsday language words like isolation, quarantine lockdown, shelter in place. And it was within that language and the uncertainty of the moment that I found a five-word mantra to help me weather the most difficult parts of the storm. Move from isolation to intimacy. At first, I thought, yeah, yeah, I could get creative and find all these new digital and safe in-person ways to stay intimately close to the communities and relationships I was in. But when I really interrogated the origin of the word intimacy, I knew there was much more work to do to honor the mantra. Because when we consider the etymology, intimate comes from the Latin word intimus, meaning inmost, the very deepest within, farthest from the surface or external part. And for a really long time, I used external intimacy as an escape from internal intimacy, literally isolating from myself. This pandemic forced me to accept two realities I've been avoiding. One, that choosing isolation over intimacy was actually stunning my creative capacity. And two, I would never find the closeness I was seeking if I kept looking for it outside of myself. So I decided, you know what? And Intimus it is. We all have varying gifts and growing edges. So cultivating self-intimacy looks really different for each of us. And for me, it's been nine months of tending to my deepest mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical needs. Sometimes it looks like audio journaling, somatic therapy, and childhood hobbies. In other moments, it's creating for the sake of expression, kundalini yoga, and deep belly laughter. And in most recent months, I've met with astrologers, mystics, shamans, and psychics to better understand what parts of me require undoing embracing, and fine-tuning. And through these actions, I've experienced a whole new closeness, one that's helped me build an honest, graceful, non-judgmental home inside of myself. It's a haven where I've cultivated even deeper intimacy with my craft, heightened my creativity, and fundamentally shifted how I define it. So where I once got caught up in the hype of creativity being validated by whether or not it could be consumed or bought, I now define it as the use of imagination as an engine to visualize and realize new possibilities. The cherry on top is that externally I've noticed that my relationships are much healthier, conversations have more depth, and I'm making what feels like my best work yet. Like right now, I'm Dreaming up new talent development experiences, products, and multimedia stories at my creative studio. I'm gearing up for a creative research residency with one of my favorite companies, and I'm writing a dissertation that will help imagine a more equitable future of work that champions self and communal actualization. It's funny reflecting on this because culturally, we talk a lot about interior work and self care, and still, I would have never imagined that devoting this much time to Holly would drastically change the ways in which I engage with and contribute to the world. But it has. So, given the volatility of the reality we're living in, as you consider how you'll lend your creative gifts and talents to leave your mark, I encourage you to first find just one activity where you can create a practice of intimacy with yourself. That's where the impact truly starts within us. I right, now come back with me to August 2021. That story from the Big Ideas Salon with that five-word mantra of move from isolation to intimacy, that experience that the pandemic was a catalyst for ended up being the reason why I started grad school. Because that experiential tour that I was planning when it didn't work out for it to happen in person, I saw grad school as an opportunity to have the time and space to synthesize and interrogate the learnings and questions that were coming up for me during that tour point and then put it into you know a different body of work. But if I hadn't gotten intimately close to myself to be able to see and acknowledge what I was needing, I don't know. I mean, perhaps maybe I would have gotten there, but I don't know that the route would have been the same. So this week, I encourage you to get intimately close to yourself and find one activity that allows you to do that. As always, I'm sending y'all nothing but love this week, and I hope that the days ahead are immensely abundant for you. And if you enjoy From Holly with Love, if it adds value to your life, please forward it to a friend, encourage them to subscribe too, and I'll see y'all next Monday.